Oh, uh, waiter. Yes, sir? I'll have some Yankee pot roast with mashed potatoes and gravy, sliced tomatoes, and a bottle of cold Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yes, sir. Finest beer served anywhere. Enjoy the life of Riley with Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Whenever you take a taste of it, you give it a hearty cheer. Again and again and again and again is Pabst Blue Ribbon you buy. Again and again and again and again, your taste will tell you why. So enjoy the life of Riley with Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. With Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. Proudly present The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Well, a week has passed since we last looked in on the Rileys. A long week, during which anything might have happened. In the space of a week, an obscure man could achieve worldwide fame. He could rise from humble surroundings to palatial halls. He could invest in the market and make a million dollars. It could happen to anyone. And during this busy week, what do you think has happened to Riley? Absolutely nothing. He's still in the same old room. <laughs> so let's join our hero as he's homeward bound after a hard day's work at the plant, swinging his lunch pail and gaily singing his favorite song. I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love with the wonderful guy. But Peg, is that you on the porch? Well, what do you know about that? When I came around the corner, I saw a gorgeous brunette on the porch with the cutest little figure, and I said to myself, can this gorgeous creature be my wife? Chester A. Riley, I want to have a talk with you. Come in the house. I don't want the neighbors to hear what I have to say to you. Now, get in. This creature's my wife, all right. <laughs> get inside. Okay, okay. Chester Riley, I want to ask you one question. Now, wait a minute, Dumplin'. If it's about the ink on the carpet, Junior did it. If it's about the broken mirror in the bathroom, Babs did it. I'm talking about the gas bill. Two months overdue and we get a final notice. Well, I paid it. I wrote him a check two days ago. I mailed it personally. And when the bank sends the check back with our monthly statement, I'll prove it to you. Just wait till next month. It's... You won't have to wait that long. It came back today. Huh? Here. Well, well, I like that Bank of America. That's fast service. Well, now I'll prove it to you. Where, where is it? Uh, oh, here, here, here. Look. Pay to the order of the Southern California Gas Company, $15.20 NSF. There. It's as simple as ABC. <laughs> wait a minute. NSF. No such family? <laughs> I can prove we're a family. We, we... NSF means not sufficient funds. Well, that's ridiculous. That bank is loaded. <laughs> oh, I should have had my head examined when I let you open a checking account. You haven't got the faintest idea what... It's a mistake, I tell you. Hey, give me that checkbook. I'll prove it to you with the stubs. We... Now, Riley, don't be stubborn. You're overdrawn. I am not overdrawn. Now, now, look, last month's balance, $80. That was we... last month. You probably made out dozens of checks for all kinds of foolishness. Every check I made out was for some necessity. Necessity? No. Uh, look at that. Uh, Cigars, $2. Fish and tackle, $3. Well, I'm entitled to go fishing at Santa Monica once in a while. And we didn't lose nothing by it either. Didn't I bring home a 10-pound sea bass for supper? <laughs> go on with the next item. <laughs> Santa Monica Fish Market, 10-pound sea bass, three fifty. <laughs> Riley. Uh, go on with the next item. Oh, I don't see how you can... What's this? Check for five cents. Bubble gum. 
a check for five cents? Well, I... Don't you know that every time you write a check, the bank charges you ten cents? They do? Those banks are money mad. Oh. Well, yes. Wh what's the difference how many checks I made out? It don't amount to more than ten dollars, and ten from eighty leaves seventy, and that's plenty to cover the gas check. Riley. They can't do this to me. Look, I'm going to sue that bank. I'll drag them to court. Riley. They'll pay through the nose for... Riley. What about the check for the mortgage payment? Where's the stub? Oh. Mm-hmm. You forgot to mark it down. Well... That's $55. So we only have 15 in the bank, and you wrote one for 15.20. Now will you admit you're overdrawn? I ain't overdrawn. It's just that I'm underdeposited. <laughs> I don't understand it. I bring home $60 every week, and we can't even pay our gas bill. Where does all our money go to? That's what I'd like to know. Where does the money go to? You, you... Oh, hi, Pop. Say, Pop, can you let me have two cents to make That's me... where our money goes to. <laughs> That's all he knows is gimme, gimme. Didn't I just give you a check for a dollar this morning? Yeah, but, Pop, what does NSF mean? Not sufficient funds. And you better remember that if you want to do business with me. <laughs> money, that's all that son of yours knows. Oh, I'm sick and tired of this constant bickering over money. Now, listen, Riley. First thing in the morning, you go to the bank, draw out the $15, here's 20 cents, and pay that bill before you go to work. Now, understand? Okay. Bills, bills, bills. No matter how hard I work, I can't catch up. And we can't even save anything for a rainy day. Honest, Peg, the way I feel right now, I could go in the kitchen, shove my head in the oven, and turn on the gas. You can't. They shut it off this morning. <laughs> I'm home. In the kitchen, dear. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Daddy. Did they turn on the gas, Peg? Yes, this morning. Well, What's that in that box you got there? Well, I'll just check that stove and make sure. Ah, oh, it's good to smell gas again. <laughs> What's in the box? Oh, well, the fact is... Riley, what did you go and buy this time? I told you we got to watch our money. Oh, Peg, stop worrying. Our money troubles are over. We're going to be rolling. We'll be able to buy everything we ever wanted. A beautiful house, a car, a deep freeze, anything you want. And we'll still have something for a rainy day. Well, what'd you buy, Dad? We'll have all the money we'll need. What did you buy? A counterfeiting machine? <laughs> Junior. Riley, if you don't tell us what you bought... Well... I met this fella, see? Oh, Riley. And this fella said... I know. It's a golden opportunity, the chance of a lifetime, and he's willing to let you in on the ground floor. Hey, did you meet him too? <laughs> oh, Riley, how can you be such a sucker? You're always wasting money on some stupid gadget. What I've got in this box ain't no gadget. It's a scientific instrument. Well, what is it? Well, I'll show you. There. There, there it is. That's the thing that's going to make a fortune for us. A Geiger counter. What? A Geiger counter. A Geiger counter? What's it for? I, uh, uh counts Geigers. <laughs> Geiger's just the name of the inventor. It's an instrument that detects the presence of uranium deposits. Yes, and for all we know, we may have a hunk of uranium right in our own backyard. Oh, right. You'll see, the fellow who sold me this Geiger counter showed me newspaper clippings. A guy only a mile from here found uranium in his backyard, and the government paid him 10,000 bucks, cold cash. 
So just because he showed you a clipping, you handed him good money for a silly gadget. Peg, it ain't a gadget, I told you. It's real scientific. Ain't that so, Bebsy? Well, yes, I suppose so, if it really is a Geiger counter. Well, of course it is, and they cost plenty. Only this fellow, he's a scientist, see? Only he's hard up, so he was willing to let me have it cheap. He told me the whole story. Mm, Yes, I can imagine. I suppose he needed the money to send his poor, sick kid brother to the country. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't fall for any old line like that. No, no, this guy's on the level. His wife needs an operation, and his grandmother's going to have a baby. <laughs> Her first. Uh, I mean, his wife is going to have the baby. Chester Riley. Well, stop worrying, Peg. We'll be rich. And then I'll give you 15 bucks to pay the gas bill. Chester <laughs> Riley. You used the gas money? Well, I... You took the 15. $15? Now, don't worry, Peg. They're giving us another week's gas. Oh, but... Chester Riley, you're... No, no, you're don't cry, success. Peg. After all, I didn't take the money for myself. I'm doing it for you and the kids. If I strike it rich, I don't want the money. I'll, I'll give it all to you. Just, just let me look at it once in a while. <laughs> This looks like a good spot, Junior. We'll set the Geiger counter right here. How does this thing work, Pop? Well, you turn this dial here, see, and it's on. And then if there's uranium in the earth, this here pointer starts moving, and a bell starts ringing. Oh, I see. Yeah, now it's all set. Now, now all we got to do is wait for that bell to start ringing. Pop! (laughs) Shh! It's not ringing. Be patient, Junior. Nothing doing. No. Well, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Now, here, here, Junior, this looks like a good spot right here. You've been saying that for the last three hours. We've been all over the backyard and the front lawn. There's no uranium here. Junior. Junior, I never thought you'd turn out to be a quitter. But it's no use, Pop. Where would we be today if all the great scientists quit the first time the going got tough? Suppose Marconi had quit. Today we wouldn't have no telegraph. We wouldn't have no radio. We wouldn't have no television. Well, maybe he should have quit. <laughs> but I ain't quitting. Well, I'm tired. I'm going in the house. It's got... It's got... No, wait, 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 Junior. One more spot right here. Uh, Junior, go inside and answer the phone. Huh? Pop, it's not the phone. It's the Geiger counter. The It's ringing. We found it. We found it. Uranium. We're rich. We're in the money. We're in the money. What's down out there? We're trying to sleep. It's Gillis. Gillis, come out here quick. Wait wait, wait, I tell him, Junior, will he burn up? Hey, what's the matter with you, Ratty? You nuts or something? Yelling your head off like that? Well, why shouldn't I yell? Wait, you hear what happened? I ain't interested. Now beat it. I want to get some sleep. But you don't know what I found. I don't care what you found. If you ain't off of my property in 30 seconds. But Gillis, I found a. Your property? You know what Pop just found, Mr. Gillis? Shut up, Junior. But aren't you going to tell him to... <laughs> this is your front lawn? Well, you ought to know it by now, Riley. You've been stealing flowers from it long enough. <laughs> I hate you, Gillis. That's your privilege as my best friend. But do it on your own property. I'm going back to bed now, and if I hear one more peep out of you, I'm calling a cop. All my life I was a poor schnook, but I dreamed of striking it rich. I had a feeling someday my big opportunity would come along. 
For when it comes, it has to come like this. Pop, does this mean Mr. Gillis gets the uranium? Well, not if he don't know about it. And I ain't gonna tell him. I'm gonna keep it a secret till my dying day. And with my luck, that'll come very soon. <laughs> Pap Blue Ribbon will bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. This is a blue ribbon country. North, south, east, or west, whatever spot you like the best, there you'll find fellow Americans enjoying the good things of life. In the dining room of a mansion on Knob Hill in San Francisco, the owner of a great steamship line entertains a dinner, a sparkling glass of Pap's Blue Ribbon at each plate, while a schoolteacher, visiting down at Fisherman's Wharf, enjoys her first San Francisco bouillabaisse with a tall foamer of the finest beer served anywhere. 3,000 miles away in New Haven, Connecticut, a group of football fans bound for the Yale Bowl stopped for a picnic lunch, topped off with chilled cans of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Luxury? The same kind of luxury a mill worker enjoys in a diner on the Boston Post Road. Baked beans with Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yes, this is a Blue Ribbon country. And whether you're Charles Lawton or Rosalind Russell or John Doe or Jenny Dokes, you can enjoy the fresh, clean, sparkling taste and real beer flavor of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Your taste will tell you why. You hear it everywhere. Finest beer served anywhere. Thirty-three fine brews blended into one great beer. Now back to The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley, with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Right now, Riley sits brooding bitterly over the injustice of having discovered a deposit of uranium on his friend Gillis's property next door. Well, how's the great scientist today? Oh, cut the comedy, Peg. Uh, you'd be surprised. Well, let me know when you do so I can order a mink coat. But I got a feeling if I have to depend on that Geiger, whatchamacallit, I'll get it a lot faster if I go out and trap the minks myself. Uh, you think you're funny. <laughs> no, dear. I think you are. Uh, <laughs> oh, in a minute, honeybee. Well, hurry up, Peggy. What does honeybee Gillis want snooping around here? Well, I'm going to work at the charity bazaar with her today. We probably won't be home till late. Well, goodbye, dear. Goodbye. goodbye. Uh, so I'm a fool, huh? Well, I'll show her. I'll, I'll figure out some way to get that uranium. And when the government pays me off with ten grand, then I'll show her. Hey, Pop, where's a pail? Mr. Gillis needs a pail. Yeah, uh, what's the matter? His hot water heater's busted. The kitchen's flooded. I gotta get a pail. You stay where you are. But Mr. Gillis... Let him suffer. Riley, give me a pail, quick. Get off my property. Riley, for the love of Mike, my drink's flooded. Well, what do you want from me? Go buy water wings. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fine attitude. Uh, I wouldn't be stuck with that crummy house if it wasn't for you. You talked me into buying it. You let me have first choice, and then you con me out of taking this house. But I notice your boilers don't bust, your roof don't leak, your floors don't sag, your plaster don't crack. By rights, I should have this house, you rat. Yeah, sure, I tricked you. So what? Now you're stuck with the... Uh, uh, what did you say? You rat. No, no, before that. <laughs> I said, by rights, I should have had this house. You know, Gillis, I never looked at it like that. Mm. All these years, my conscience was bothering me. Many's the time I'd wake up suddenly in the middle of the night. And... Sure, my boiler was exploding. 
No, no, I, I didn't treat you right, Jimmy. After all, we grew up together. We're pals. Oh, sure, you know? pals. A lot of good it does me. It's too late to do anything about it. No, it ain't. You're entitled to my house, and you're gonna have it. Oh, no. We'll change huh? houses. You're nuts. No. We can't do that. Well, why not? The same value, same mortgage, same payments. We'll trade even, Stephen. I want to do the right thing, Jim. Uh, you do that for me, old pal. Well, certainly. I never knew you was such a friend. <laughs> nah, I can't let you do it. I, I, I can't. I, I, I just can't. But I will. <laughs> it's a deal. Yeah, but what about paying? Well, oh, oh, I can handle the little woman. Hey, hey, you know what? They won't be back until late. Let's move. What? Now? Yeah, before they get back. I'll help you move your furniture. You help me with mine. Eh? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> That's the last piece. Oh, what a job. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. Well, my house is now yours, and yours is mine. Yeah, thanks, Riley. Well, thank you. Well, good night, Riley. <laughs> good night, Jimmy. <laughs> what a sucker. Oh. Hey, Pop, where I put this box? Oh, just put it anywhere. Your mother will find a place for it in the morning. Well, <sighs> I don't think Mom's going to like this switching houses. I'll, I'll handle your mother. When I tell her what's under the lawn, she, you leave it to me. You, you go to bed. I'm, I'm going to turn in, too, Junior. Well, you better wait up and keep an eye out for Mom. She doesn't know we moved. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, good night. Good night, Junior. Oh, gosh, I'm dead. I'll just stretch out on this bed here and rest. Well, don't fall asleep, Pop. No, don't worry, I won't. Well, I'm sure glad we're home. Oh, my, it's after 12. You want to come in for a cup of tea, Peggy? Oh, no, it's much too late, honeybee. Well, good night, dear. That. Just listen to that husband of mine snore. <laughs> if I didn't know this was your house, I'd swear that was Riley. Well, I have to go turn him on his side. It's the only way to stop him. <laughs> I use a better trick with Riley. I tickle him. It always works. Yeah? <laughs> See, I think I'll try that on my husband tonight. <laughs> Just listen to him. Well, good night, dear. Good night, honeybee. Jim, stop that snoring. Oh. oh, it's hopeless. Jimsy, wake up. Oh, 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 it's you, sweetheart. Uh, don't put on the light. I'm so sleepy. Say, I got the funniest thing to tell you. You know that idiot Riley? Yeah. He's trying to find uranium in his backyard. <laughs> what a jerk. Oh, there he goes again. Well. Stop it, Peggy. Don't cut it out, Peggy. Hey. Hey, you're not Peg. You're not Jimsy. Honeybee. Right. Don't you touch me. <laughs> I'm married. Peg, help, help me. I'm speechless. In all my life, I never heard of such an idiotic thing. Changing houses, moving all our furniture without even discussing it with me. 
and letting me walk into our house and find that Jim Gillis in our bedroom. It's fantastic. It's, it's so fantastic, I, I'm speechless. It can't be so fantastic. You've been talking all night. <laughs> and I'm not through yet. Now, you listen to me, oh, Riley. Please, Peg, let's have breakfast in peace. I told you why I done it. We got a fortune under the front lawn. I want our house back. But, Peg, the uranium, it'll pay off. We'll be rich. I'm I don't want to be rich. I want that house back. But we got to save something for a rainy day. I'm thinking of the future. You... If you don't get that house back, you won't have any future. But this house is exactly the same and just as good, if not better. <laughs> oh. oh, what was that? I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> Junior, run over to the Rileys and get a pail. I, 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 I mean the Gillison. Get, get, get a... Pop, you better move back to our old house. You know what Mom said, by six o'clock. No, no, keep digging. I gotta find that uranium. She'll change her tune when she sees the stuff. Besides, Gillis don't want to switch back. Come on. Here. Oh. oh, there's nothing even here that even looks like it might be the stuff. Just earth. Yeah, well, maybe we're not down deep enough. How deep are we? Oh, about six feet. That's deep enough, believe me. <laughs> Who's up there? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> I say, Riley, you look fine away down there. <laughs> Oh, hi, Digger. But what are you digging for, Riley? Uh, Digger, can you keep a secret? Can I keep a secret? Hmm. In my profession, we never tell anything to a living soul. <laughs> well, there's uranium down there. You're joking. No, no, honest. You, you see this? That's a Geiger counter. You put it on the ground and it tells you if something's buried in the earth. Who needs Geiger? <laughs> I mean uranium. Now, now, listen, I turned this knob, see? Yeah, yeah, that proves that there's uranium somewhere around here. The government will pay me ten grand. They will? Yeah. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's dig in. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to work fast. Oh, gee, this digging's tough work. I, I ain't getting any place, Your I? technique is all wrong. Huh? If I dug like that, I wouldn't get any place either. And neither would my customers. <laughs> now, Riley, you grasp your shovel with a relaxed grip yeah. and dig straight in. Huh. And it usually helps to sing. Rhythm, you know. Yippee-yay, yippee-yay-o. Ghost Riders in the sky. <laughs> you get the idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me try, Digger. Say, hey, it's easy this way. Hey, hey, did you hear that? I think I hit something. Yeah, there's something here, all right. I, I can feel it. Feels like some kind of metal. Must be the uranium. I found it! I found it! Chester Riley, what are you doing down there in that hole? Peg, I found it, the uranium. Did you get our house back? No, not yet, Peg, but... but... Chester Riley, I warned you. <clears throat> I guess I'd better be going. Riley, if you didn't get that house of ours back, don't bother getting out of that hole. In that case, I'd better stay. <laughs> I'll calm the little lady. But, Peg, look, I found it. Here it is, uranium, long, thin strips, and it's got a handle to pick up. We're rich, look! Well, you were right. You've got something for a rainy day. That's an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what a revolting development this is. Riley's will be back with us in just a moment. When you're shopping at your neighborhood store tomorrow morning for your weekend supply of Pabst Blue Ribbon beer, ask for the new Handy Six carton with the easy-to-carry handle. Yes, live the life of Riley with Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Your taste will tell you why. You hear it everywhere. Finest beer served anywhere. Thirty-three fine brews blended into one great beer. Yeah, yeah, well, 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 go on, Bebs. What did this physics professor of yours say? Well, he said it's not a Geiger counter at all. Leave it to your father. Oh, wait a minute, Peg. What is it, Babs? Well, really, it's a magnet, and it's rigged up to a battery and a bell. And when it's put near steel or tin, the magnet works, and it makes the bell ring. It's worth about a dollar. A dollar. You know what, Peg? The guy who sold this to me must have been a crook. I'm... Uh, Peg, I'm talking to you. This... Well, I'm not talking to you. Now start packing. You're throwing me out after all these years? Yes, and we're going with you. Oh, we're moving back to our old house? Yes, Honeybee has more sense than her husband. Or mine, for that matter. Now, Peg, don't, don't... I'm not talking to you, Riley. Start packing. Oh, don't be like that, Peg. I admit I acted like a dope. Let bygones be bygones, huh? Oh, come on, Peg. I got paid today. And look, I bought you a little something. A bracelet. <laughs> Here, let me put it on your wrist and forgive and forget, huh? Oh, it's beautiful, Daddy. Yep. Genuine 14 karat gold. Used to belong to a millionaire. Set me back a fortune. I... Hey, Pop, can I keep this here Geiger counter? I can use it in a... So, it's genuine gold, huh? Set you back a fortune. Chester Now, Riley. wait a minute, Peg. I can explain everything. I met this fellow, see? And he told me that he guaranteed that... Well, Riley, I suppose you'll be watching the big football game tomorrow afternoon. Yes, can I invite you to watch the game with me, Mr. Wellington? Well, thanks, Riley. On one condition, if you let me pay for my tickets. Oh, we won't need no tickets. We can see it on television at the cozy corner. We can lean on the counter. <laughs> the Geiger counter? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wants to be rich? I'd rather just have money. <laughs> well, I'll see you tomorrow. And I'll buy you a Pabst Blue Ribbon. That will be a pleasure. Yes, a pleasure enjoyed by millions of people every Saturday afternoon in taverns and clubs and bars and grills or listening to the football games at home. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. Your taste will tell you why. Enjoy the life of Riley with Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Whenever you take a taste of it, you give it a hearty cheer. Again and again and again and again, it's Pabst Blue Ribbon you buy. Again and again and again and again, your taste will tell you why. So enjoy the life of Riley with Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. With Pabst Blue Ribbon beer.
Pabst Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Tonight's script is by Reuben Shipp and Alan Lipskitt. Direction by Mitch Lindemann. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Eiler. Junior is Alan Reed, Jr. Consult your local paper for the correct time for The Life of Riley show on television over NBC every week. Produced by Irving Brecker. By arrangement with Universal International Pictures, now releasing Sword in the Desert, starring Dana Andrews and Marta Torres. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Newark, New Jersey, and Peoria, Illinois, and sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. Jimmy Wallington speaking. Next, it's the Jimmy Durante Show on NBC.